Welcome to Girlish Gurus. I'm Joy. And I'm Susan. And we're here to have discussions about topics on many subjects that we hope are informative, uplifting, and fun. So let's get started. Let's. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Girlish Gurus. I'm Joy. I'm Susan. Susan, what are we talking about today? (laughs) Well, I came upon this topic as I was looking through the New York Times, which I do every morning, and I thought, gosh, we've kind of skimmed around this topic, but we haven't really addressed it head on, and that is gratitude. I love this topic. Me too. I don't know. It's For me, it's just something that I have tried to cultivate throughout my life, but I think I've done a better job of it over the last 15, 20, second half of my life, I would say. Just learn to be more grateful for things and express my gratitude. Mm-hmm. So the article in the New York Times led me to the actual person that began this research around gratitude, who is really the worldwide expert on this subject. Mm-hmm. And has kind of led the drive around examining gratitude and how it can impact us. So I started looking at an article he wrote, and he's been studying this for over 20 years now in different ways and has launched other institutions to begin research around the topic as well. So, Well, I think that this is such an important topic to talk about and discuss, especially nowadays in the face of the recent event, uh, the pandemic, and how that has affected so many people and how that has exacerbated depression and loneliness. Isolation. mm -hmm, All those things. And while if you need treatment, go seek it, please. Mm -hmm. Practicing gratitude can go a long way toward helping you manage all those kinds of dark places we can find ourselves in. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the original article, I think, put it very succinctly in a way. Um, So in another article I read uh, from Harvard Health Publishing, they kind of outline what gratitude is in a nutshell. And they say, with gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives And in the process, they usually recognize that the source of that goodness lies at least partially outside themselves. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's kind of it in a nutshell, Mm -hmm. what the study of this is and what it is in reality is looking at the blessings we have, the, the positive things in our life, and understanding that most of those aren't as a result of everything we've done but of receiving that from elsewhere. You know, we've talked about the study of positive psychology Mm -hmm. before, and I know, Joy, you've spent a lot of time reading about that and Mm -hmm. studying that. And just like all the other pieces of positive psychology that you can go out there and try and implement in your life, gratitude also can affect your physical well-being, your all parts of your well-being. It isn't just providing this good feeling inside, right? It's it's about more than that. And it can improve your relationships Mm -hmm. if you utilize it with other people. So the bulk of the research was done by two psychologists, the primary one being Dr. Robert Emmons 
of the University of California, Davis, and Dr. Michael E. McCullough of the University of Miami. So it's their body of research that really supports all this information that was talked about in every article I found. Mm -hmm. They were referenced. So they're the basis. Their research is the basis for all of this. And he's still studying it. I'm surprised there aren't more people studying it. I think there are now. I think their original research kind of launched other institutions, other institutions mm -hmm, to programs. start looking at it and doing more research around mm -hmm. it. So the primary way that Dr. Emmons mentions and has started suggesting that people start to cultivate gratitude is through a gratitude journal. And many of you may have heard of those before. I you know, Oprah's talked about them. A lot of people talk about keeping a gratitude journal. I keep one. I do one at night before I go to bed. I sit and I try and think of my day, think through my day and think of the things I'm grateful for that specific day, either interactions with people, positive things that happened, things I accomplished, even just something as simple as seeing a butterfly on my walk. Right. Uh, things like that. So and it does help because I go to bed then with my mindset in a place of gratitude instead of worry and thinking about oh what what didn't I get done today? What was oh boy that was terrible. It's you can't do that. You know, when I write down those things, I'm then in a very positive place right. before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. I try to do the same. And I try to take time every morning to also kind of refocus and think about things I'm thankful for and grateful for. And I also try to do it, <laughs> this might sound kind of strange, but when I'm in a stressful situation or when I feel a lot of anxiety and I'm, there's things going on that I'm having trouble processing and dealing with, I try to go back and count my blessings a little and to try to refocus myself yeah. and not let the feeling of anxiety and worry and concern run away with me. <laughs> Right. And I pray and I meditate. And when I do those outside of my daily positive things, I just list and all the things I'm grateful for, like family, friends, mm -hmm. my home, the fact that I have food and water, mm -hmm. because not everybody does, mm -hmm. you know, that I have comforts at home, that I get to go and do interesting things mm -hmm. and travel for the things that I get to see and do and the people I get to be with every day. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's made such a difference in my life. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. To do that. Well, he has some other suggestions, too. And there have been studies. They did a study. I think it was Dr. Seligman that did the study about this with the students at the University of Pennsylvania, where at one point he had them doing different things uh, around gratitude. And then the one week he had them each write a letter to someone that they were grateful for or had gratitude towards, but they never actually told them. So then they finally wrote a letter to those people expressing that. And he said that kept them at a positive and high level for like three weeks. It by far was one of the most impactful things they did around gratitude mm -hmm. to impact them. And I thought that was a really neat story. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, so thank you notes, you thanking someone else for what they are providing for you in your life or for a thing that they did or something they gave you, those are definitely ways to express gratitude. 
And then when you're sharing that, it helps somebody else too. You're benefiting somebody else by doing that, not just yourself. Right. Which is very, very powerful. Very powerful. I know for me, when I just get a note from someone just because of something I did or just to say, hey, I'm glad you're met. That means the world to me. Sure, it can lift you it so really, much. It really, really can. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. He says even thanking someone mentally. You don't even have to write a letter. Just in your mind right. going, you know, that was really great of them to do that. I'm mm-hmm. really thankful for that. That can be a lift. Count your blessings, which we've talked about. Pray, which we talked about. Meditate, which we talked about. Those are all ways in which to practice gratitude and share your gratitude and cultivate it. Mm-hmm. So, And it's a muscle. It is. The more you practice it, and I believe it's cumulative. The more you practice it, the more benefit you see from it. I agree. Because in this article, they talk about... There is a really good list of benefits that he discusses here in this article. And again, we'll put the links to all the articles in the description of this episode. But he talks about the physical benefits, first of all. And these are very, very powerful. Stronger immune systems. Less bothered by aches and pains. That's a huge one. Who wouldn't want that? Oh, for sure. Especially for women who are 45 and older. As you start to get older and you start having those little aches and pains Mm -hmm. that bother you, and they definitely can affect your mood. So less bothered by aches and pains, that's a big one. Lower blood pressure, that's huge. Especially, again, as we get older, Mm -hmm. so many people suffer from high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. It's just a fact. Right, and it's Mm stress-related. Yeah. So if you are practicing gratitude and you're reducing your stress... That's huge. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Exercise more and take better care of their health. We all need to do that. Well, for sure. Absolutely. Oh, here's a big one. Menopausal women out there. Sleep longer and feel more refreshed upon waking. Yes, please. Yes, please is right. Yeah. (sighs) I know. And then he goes on to list out some of the psychological benefits. Higher levels of positive emotions. That's a big one. More alert, alive, and awake. More joy and pleasure. You can never have too much joy. <laughs> you never can. <laughs> More optimism and happiness. Oh, come on. And I think, especially, again, for menopausal women, we get cranky when we're going through oh. all that. So if this can help yes. in that area, I mean, you're having hot flashes. You aren't sleeping right. You're gaining weight. You're Brain you know, fog. All that stuff. Yes. So if this can help with any of that. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is easy, free. It only takes a couple of minutes. It does. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you wouldn't want to try to increase your gratitude practice. The third type of benefit that he discussed is social benefits. Now, first of all, the physical and psychological benefits alone are huge. Mm-hmm. But the social benefits are also Very, very important because, as we've discussed before in other podcast episodes, community is so important. And so he says that when you are practicing gratitude, you are likely to be more helpful, generous, and compassionate, more forgiving, more outgoing. I don't know. Should I be more outgoing? (laughs) I maybe could be. I don't know. I don't know if I could be more outgoing. I don't know. (laughs) You could feel less lonely and isolated. And I challenge you to find a more important category than this one. Because 
We've talked about this at length. Community is important. And longevity is directly tied to community. And that is the direct opposite of isolation. And socialization. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I think throughout these articles that we read, it also talks about how gratitude can really enhance your relationships Mm -hmm. with family, friends, loved ones. Because... Who doesn't like to hear a thank you for just doing what you do every day? Mm -hmm. Every once in a while, it's nice to hear, hey, thanks so much for that delicious dinner. I really appreciate you taking the time to cook that. I'll clean up. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Or thank you so much for cleaning up. Yes, I appreciate that. Yeah, even with friends, you know, I think you and I try to do that for each other is... It's an additional way of expressing love for that person. Yes, absolutely. And appreciation. And that's one of the five love languages. Hmm. Words of affirmation. Now, are you talking about, is this like uh, men are from Mars, women are from Venus? Well. Is that what you're talking about? There's a book called The Five Love Languages. Oh, okay. Okay. And that is one of the five love languages for people. Some people, that's what really drives them is our words of affirmation. Hmm. So anyway. I have to, I've never read that book. I've heard of it, but I've it, never read it's it. It's a very good book. Mm. Very okay. good book. So. so those are all powerful results from gratitude practices that I think we definitely need to highlight and we definitely need to encourage. So if for nothing else, this article, I found it to be very, very powerful because it does talk about the direct benefits of gratitude practices. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Emmons gives his definition of gratitude in the article that he wrote, and it is this. He says it has two components. First, it's an affirmation of goodness. We affirm that there are good things in the world, gifts and benefits we've received. This doesn't mean that life is perfect. It doesn't ignore complaints, burdens, and hassles. But when we look at life as a whole, Gratitude encourages us to identify some amount of goodness in our life. And he says the second part of gratitude is figuring out where that goodness comes from. And I think this is just as important, (laughs) if not more important. Um, For sure. We recognize the sources of this goodness as being outside of ourselves. It didn't stem from anything we necessarily did ourselves in which we might take pride We can appreciate positive traits in ourselves, but I think the gratitude involves a humble dependence on others. We acknowledge that other people or even higher powers, if you're a spiritual mindset, give us many gifts, big and small, to help us achieve the goodness in our lives. I love all of that. Me too. It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful way to express what this means Mm -hmm. and why it's so good for us. I know. (laughs) This is a no-brainer. I feel like I'm sitting here. I feel like a lot of people have talked about, well, I think what happens is we tend to look at something like this as not a pill, not acute medical care. Quick fix. Right. So we look at this more as some type of homeopathic remedy. Maybe even woo-woo. A little (laughs) woo-woo. But just like a homeopathic remedy, we shouldn't discount it. Mm -mm. And in fact, things like this, I see this as something perfectly harmless that in fact can go a long way toward 
helping to promote your overall well-being yes as a human yes i agree and i fully support people who require medical intervention to help them with mental health issues because absolutely i fully believe there's benefits and value there but i don't want to discount the benefit and value in these types of simple simple things so why don't we talk about why might gratitude have the transformative effects on people's lives that we talked about? What might be some of the reasons? So first of all, gratitude allows us to celebrate the present. And this is directly from Dr. Emmons article. And I couldn't agree more. If you're practicing gratitude, you have no choice but to be in the present, right? Research on emotion shows that the positive emotions wear off quickly. Our emotional systems like newness. They like novelty. They like change. We adapt to positive life circumstances so that before too long, the new car, the new spouse, the new house, they don't feel so new and exciting anymore. But gratitude makes us appreciate the value of something. And when we appreciate the value of something, we extract more benefits from it. We're less likely to take it for granted. In effect, I think gratitude allows us to participate more in life. We notice the positives more, and that magnifies the pleasures you get from life. Instead of adapting to goodness, we celebrate goodness. We spend so much time watching things, movies, computer screens, sports, but with gratitude, we become greater participants in our lives as opposed to spectators. Very true. I know. I ca- very true. I, there's nothing. I can't. I feel like I can't add anything to that. <laughs> I think that says it all. It does. It does make you more present and aware in the moment. Yes. And it does give you a whole other level of self-awareness basically i i think it does Mm -hmm. i know it does yes does for me for me too so Mm -hmm. well the second thing that he has listed is that gratitude blocks toxic negative emotions and this was one of my favorite nuggets in this article because what it pointed out which was kind of like a oh my gosh, this is so true moment for me, is that if you are in a state of gratitude, there is no way you can also be in a state of any negative emotion. You can't be in gratitude and be in envy. You can't be in gratitude and be in anger. You can't be in a state of gratitude and then also be hateful. Mm-hmm. there's no possible way they can be together. It's kind of like love and fear. True. They can't exist at the same time. Mm-hmm. So when you're in gratitude, it pushes away those negative and toxic emotions. And yes. I love that. Oh, me too. That's just like a kind of relief, mm-hmm. a kind of deep relief. Yes. That's so good. Yeah. That yeah. was one of my favorite pieces. So I think that might almost be the best one. Mm-hmm. In a way. Hmm. Okay, number three. I don't know. This is good, too. Yeah. yeah. Grateful people are more stress resistant. Hmm. Well, that, I think that one kind of gets back to the whole thing of being in the present. Right. Well, all of these things kind of yeah. overlap a fair amount. That's a tool that I use pretty frequently to help me manage stressful situations. So. Yep. Yeah. That's a good one. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. The last one he lists is grateful people have a higher sense of self 
worth. Ooh, last but not least. And you know what? Like we've been talking about all along, given the increase in mental health issues Mm -hmm. nowadays, the increase in people feeling isolated and not important, this can really be a big one, uh, I feel. So he states that when you're grateful, you have this sense that someone's looking out for you. Yes. That there's someone out there that cares about you or a higher being that cares about you. And that's true. That's true because when you can take the time to look around at all that you do have instead of Mm. what you don't have. So good. Yes. Mm -hmm. It definitely will make you realize "Eh, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. So another good one. Wow. Those are all good. I know. Mm -hmm. All right. So. We've gone through the benefits of gratitude, and I do think it's important to say that there are also some challenges to gratitude. For example, the world we live in today, it's not all sunshine and rainbows all the time. <laughs> so that factors in to gratitude practices. So he talks about how sometimes practicing gratitude isn't always easy. And I totally understand this, and... I'm feeling this particularly because when you are in the midst of the difficult situation, it's not always easy to take a breath and take a pause and say, ooh, let me practice gratitude. I just got hit by a car. Let me practice gratitude. You know what I'm saying? Or, oh, I just had uh, an argument with my loved one. Oh, I just fell and mm -hmm, cracked my wrist. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let me practice gratitude. Yeah. Life has challenges it just does yeah and so i think that he factors the challenging part into his commentary as well and points out that yes there are challenges but that's also opportunity Mm -hmm. so one of the challenges he talks about is the self-serving bias which is something that we've kind of touched on already and actually it's derivative directly of his definition of gratitude Mm -hmm. that things to be grateful for are not just things that you find in yourself but they are external Mm -hmm. other people helping you achieve a goal etc etc and so I think that's also a very positive outcome even though it's a challenge to a gratitude practice yeah because like you said he said this self-serving bias is that when good things happen we go we look at ourselves and go oh i did that but when something bad happens we want to blame everybody else instead of it just being a circumstance or Mm -hmm. something that happened or maybe it was something we even did ourselves Mm -hmm. that caused it those are going to be the challenging parts i think of especially if that's your nature to be that way right to turn that around may be a challenge for you initially but i think you will see it's possible and not only is it possible but gratitude is actually a tool to help you achieve that yes because he goes on to say that gratitude really goes against the self-serving bias because when we're grateful we give credit to other people for our success right we accomplish some of it ourselves yes But we widen our range of attribution to also say, well, my parents gave me this opportunity. Or I had teachers, I had mentors, I had siblings, peers, other people assisted me along the way. That's very different from a self-serving bias. 
And gratitude also goes against our need to feel in control of our environment. Sometimes with gratitude, you just have to accept life as it is and grateful for what you have. This kind of gets back to our last topic, Freudenfreude. Oh, exactly. <laughs> it does. It does. I know. Oh, that was that was. I think that's probably one of my favorite podcast episodes we've ever done. But this one is a close second. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so there are challenges, but, but once you can get past them. There's opportunity in those challenges as well. That's right. So the value in continuing to try to practice gratitude, even when it feels difficult, is that you begin to see, okay, yep, I've had some challenges along the way, but look at all the people who stepped out to help me, mm-hmm. even when I had those challenges. Right. Or look at the benefits that I received. There's always a, a silver lining to every cloud, right? Yeah. So. I tried to do that when I fell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did because, you know, my fall could have been so much worse. Mm-hmm. And while it hurt and I was in pain for yes. several weeks, I could have done so much more damage to mm-hmm. myself. And I had my niece nearby and she mm-hmm. came and checked on me and took me to the urgent care. And mm-hmm. we, I had insurance that mm-hmm. I helped pay for taking care of all. I mean, you just have to look Hey, at. I drove you around some too. Yes, We had did. some fun times. <laughs> we had some fun times going to the supermarket and shopping around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to experience a new part of Raleigh. So. Yeah. So you yeah. just have to, and see, and I was grateful for everybody that sure. was there for me. You have to, that's what you have to look at. Mm-hmm. Not the fact that it happened. Mm-mm. Silly accident. It happened. So anyway, after he outlined kind of those things, he also talks about the fact that people often ask him, how do I go beyond just occasionally feeling more grateful to actually becoming a more grateful person? Mm-hmm. So there is that kind of, mm-hmm. you put this into practice and then you do, I think, eventually become just that becomes part of your nature. Yes. That you just become more a more grateful I think so. person. I, I feel myself heading in that direction. I tell my husband, I'm thankful for my life every day. And I am. Yep, me too. So in the last 10 or 15 years, I've seen myself grow in that regard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that has been helpful, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he has a book called Thanks that gives you more a more in-depth outline on how to do this in your life. So it's in the article, but if... If you want to look for that, that's available. And he basically gives three simple, which is the gratitude journal, which we've talked about, just counting your blessings. Mm -hmm. We mentioned that. And then even, especially when you have kids around and trying to teach this to them, like concrete reminders, like maybe have a gratitude jar where they write down something Mm -hmm. on a piece of paper and put it in the jar that just every night or something. And that helps them to learn how important being grateful for what you have is or for the little things from from your day. Mm-hmm. So I think those are all great suggestions, and we've kind of talked about them throughout the uh, podcast, but just to point them out again. Well, and I think when it comes to being grateful in as an example for your children, just trying to incorporate that yourself into your daily absolutely life, they're going to see that. And, you know... They learn most from watching. That's right. So and listening. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. If you have an opportunity to read this article and click on the link in the description of this episode and you'll be able to to check it out. 
please do, because it's an incredibly valuable article. And the thing I like the most about it is this guy has the scientific data. Because he's been studying mm-hmm. it forever. To back up his... Assertions. Right. Assumptions, assertions, whatever you want. He he can put his money where his mouth is. And I want to thank Christina Caron, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, from the New York Times, who brought my attention to this topic Mm -hmm. when I saw her article. So We can include that article in the description as well. absolutely will. And, yeah, I just think this is powerful stuff. Yes, and our circumstances are different than a lot of people, other people, and we understand that. Mm -hmm. But... Sometimes I think finding the good in each day can actually start to turn your whole life around. Mm -hmm. So if you just take the chance Mm -hmm. to start practicing gratitude on a daily basis, you may find that your whole life circumstances start to turn around and you see things differently. It's worth a try. What Mm -hmm. do you have to lose? Yeah. For sure. I'd like to end on this little paragraph, this last paragraph in Dr. Emmons' article that hit home for me Mm -hmm. just because I was at Mother Teresa's home when I was in India. Okay. So he says, finally, I think it's important to think outside of the box when it comes to gratitude. Mother Teresa talked about how grateful she was to the people she was helping the sick and dying in the slums of Calcutta because they enabled her to grow and deepen her spirituality. That's a very different way of thinking about gratitude. Gratitude for what we can give as opposed to what we receive. But that can be a very powerful way, I think, of cultivating a sense of gratitude. Wow, it doesn't get any better than that. Mother Teresa, she was the ultimate So think of being grateful for what Mm -hmm. you can give in addition to what you're getting. Well, on that note, (laughs) I think this was a powerful episode, and I hope you all enjoyed it. Very heartfelt for both Joy Mm -hmm. and me. So, (laughs) For sure. Thanks for joining us. Yes, and we will see you in the next one. Sounds good. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Girlish Gurus. We hope you'll join us next time for another fun and interesting topic. And please be sure to check the notes for information and links that were included in this discussion today. Also, don't forget you can find us on our social media platforms, starting with Instagram, Facebook, and now including YouTube. You can find us by searching Girlish Gurus. And please remember to give this episode a good review and share it with your girlfriends because the more interaction we get with our podcast episodes, the more episodes we can post. Finally, you can find us on our website, girlishgurus.com. Thanks again. See you next time. Bye.